this is the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Ashley. Together, we have been making money online collectively for over 10 years. Our mission is to help you start, learn, and grow a reselling business and to inspire you to turn your paycheck into a daycheck. The world is changing and we want to help you change with it. Welcome back to another episode of the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. This is Liz. This is going to be my very first Savvy Shipping episode with Liz, and I'm really excited to share some of the tips and mistakes I've made as a reseller when it comes to shipping items. I am not an expert in shipping, but I feel like since I've been doing it for a few years, I definitely have some knowledge that I can bring. And I know that's one of the things that when you first start reselling, shipping is so unbelievably intimidating. So hopefully some of these episodes will help you learn about shipping and make it not as intimidating. So let's think about this. So the Pulse to Service, which is pretty big, uh, in 2022, they shipped out almost 7.2 billion packages. So we all know as resellers, shipping is something that you're just going to have to do. That's part of reselling. It's part of the job. You sell something, you have to ship it, unless you're doing local pickup. I think a more majority of us don't oh, do not do local. We mainly sell on eBay, Poshmark, Macari. With Macari, they make it pretty simple to ship items. You choose which, which service. And once that item sells, they will give you a shipping label. And then you just find the box or mailer that you want to put it in. And you don't really have to think about shipping. With Poshmark, they make it even more simple. They only go through the postal service priority. So when your item sells, if it's under five pounds, you don't have to do anything. They send you the label, you print it, and then you can use any of the postal service priority boxes to ship your item or maybe your own box if that works for you. So with those two selling platforms, you don't really have to learn as much about shipping. But if you're going to start selling on eBay That's definitely something that you're going to have to learn. And I highly recommend, if you're listening, take the time to go through all the shipping services that eBay offers when you're buying your labels through them and really learn about each one. Take your time. I think that's what a lot of resellers do is they start selling and they just forget to like really learn about the foundation of things. And shipping is definitely one of them. So I have six things to think about for today's episode So the first thing is you will overpay for shipping if you don't understand it. An example I always use is let's say you have an item that you put in a box and it costs $18 to ship going postal service priority. You just use your own box, you put it in there, and when you put in the weights and dimensions in the order, it's going to be $18 to ship priority. If that happens, look to see if there's any other options that might work. Well, that item fit in a padded flat rate envelope, because if it does, it might only cost about $8.30, which that will definitely save you money. If it's too big to fit in there, will it fit in a medium flat rate box? Because a medium flat rate box through the postal service is only $14. And what's nice about that service is they actually have two different sized medium flat rate boxes. One is more of a square and one is more rectangular and skinnier. So that's one thing to definitely think of, because if you went with the $18 priority, you're losing money. You're spending more than what you really need. You can save money by finding other shipping services. 
And with that, maybe USPS priority through the Postal Service is the $18. What if you go to UPS Ground or FedEx Home Delivery? See if those two services will be cheaper than priority. So those are that's one of the things that I definitely do when I'm shipping out an item. I have a pretty good idea now of how much an item is going to approximately cost, but I don't know because sometimes it might only be going to California and be pretty inexpensive. But if it goes to like Florida is pretty expensive for us, the East Coast. So sometimes I don't know exactly how much it's going to cost. So that's where comparing services is definitely helpful. So you're not overpaying for shipping. The second thing is, It's going to help you know how to price your items. If you offer free shipping, you're going to have to build that shipping cost into the price of your item. When we have an item that is under a pound, we know it's going to go first class. So if I'm going to list a golf polo shirt with free shipping, I know I need to factor in the cost of the goods. So if it costs $5 at the thrift store, then I also factor first class shipping to be around $6. So that would be $11. Then you have to think about eBay fees. How much are those fees going to be on that item? You don't want to ever list an item. And then when you go to buy the shipping, it ends up losing you money once you factor in cost of goods and the eBay fees. If I'm going to list a pair of jeans, a majority of the jeans are going to fit either in a flat rate envelope or a padded flat rate envelope. So that shipping cost is going to be no more than $8.30 for us. So that's just something that I always keep in mind when I'm listing items and especially when I'm listing free items. Now, if you have larger items that you're going to factor in the shipping cost, a really good tip would be to go to a website like Pirate Ship. And if you don't have a Pirate Ship account, I highly recommend signing up for it. It is free and you just buy your postage through there. But what's really nice is you can go in and you can put in your weights and dimensions. And if I were to do that to get an estimate of how much an item would cost to ship, I would put in the weights and dimensions. And since I'm in Arizona, I would choose the furthest city away from me, which is probably going to be like Maine. So maybe I would put in Portland, Maine in a zip code, or I would find like a Walmart and choose that address to put in just to get an estimate of how much something's going to cost. So if that item is going to cost $24 for me to ship from Arizona to Portland, Maine, I need to make sure that the sale price I have for that item is going to cost cover the cost of goods, the eBay fees, and the shipping costs. eBay also has a a kind of a shipping calculator. So you can just go into like the help section, search shipping calculator, and then you can also use theirs as well. I just like pirate ship. I just think it's a little easier to use. So those are just two calculators that you can use to get an estimate of how much shipping will cost. That way, you can build it into your price. Now, the third thing to think about with shipping, it will help you be able to choose a shipping business policy. So when you have an eBay store, you can create your own shipping policies. So that's what we've done. So we might have a shipping policy for first class. So when we're listing an item, we can either choose first class free shipping or we have it set for first class $5 that the buyer will pay for shipping. And those are kind of nice to have because not every item is going to have the same shipping service. If I have an item under a pound that's going to go first class, I'm not going to 
choose priority shipping as an option for the buyer. Business policies are really good to have. When I'm listing an item, there's the drop down when I'm choosing the shipping service. Let's say I have an item that's weighing more than a pound, maybe a pound to three pounds. I would choose probably postal service priority to ship that item. Or like the example with the jeans, I'm going to choose priority shipping because I know that I'm going to be able to fit those jeans in a padded flat rate envelope. If the item's more than three pounds, I might choose the UPS ground or FedEx shipping. We have it set to where we might charge free shipping for that or $15 or $25 or $40. That's kind of how we have it set. So if it's going to be a larger item, we kind of know if it's going to go UPS or FedEx, we might charge the buyer an additional $15 to ship that item. So that way we have the idea of that when we're taking offers that, you know, even though we're going to take a lower offer, we have it set to where they're going to get charged $15 for shipping. If it's a really, really, really big item. So an example would be, I know you guys have probably seen those like vintage wooden tennis rackets. Casey and I sold a lot of 40 of them. And what we had did was we found a box to put them in and then we weighed it and had the weights and the measurements. And then we chose what's called calculated shipping. That way we didn't have to worry about losing money because that was such a large bulky item. So for large bulky items, we're going to prepackage the item, weigh it, measure it, and then choose calculated shipping and put in those weights and dimensions in that particular listing. So when a buyer goes to When a buyer is interested in that item, depending on where they live, it will automatically calculate how much they're going to get charged for shipping. And we do that because we have lost money in the past. Don't make the same mistakes we have. And I think that's the best thing about this podcast is Ashley and I have made a lot of reselling mistakes. You will too, but at least you can hopefully learn from ours. So there was one item Casey and I had, and we did free shipping. This was kind of in the beginning of when we first started reselling. And I believe it was a igloo cooler. It was pretty bulky. And I I guess we kind of underestimated the size of the item. We sold it for $25 and it was like $20 to ship. We definitely did not make any money on that sale. We lost money. We should have weighed it and done the calculated shipping. That way the buyer would get charged exactly how much it would cost to ship. Number four, you don't want any additional charges after you ship the item. So let's say that you chose the shipping service on eBay as postal service priority, and you mailed that item in a medium flat rate box. So let's say you paid $12 for the priority shipping, but you shipped it in that medium flat rate box that costs $14, so that's $2 more. You might have that package sitting at the post office and it isn't going to get delivered because there's additional charges. I've heard of that happening, or they might correct your shipping label and charge you more. So that's why it's so important to understand shipping and which boxes you can use and which boxes you can't use. Side note, do not use liquor boxes to ship items. We have had that happen and the item got delivered back to us. So that is a side note, a tip, do not ship liquor boxes. Number five, you don't want any packages to get delivered back to you and possibly have to pay money. So here's a story of one of the times that we chose Postal Service Parcel Select. We were shipping a pair of rollerblades and Casey was like, oh, look at how much cheaper the Parcel Select is. And I was like, wow, 
that's really a lot less than shipping it just priority. So we chose that service. The item went to get delivered. The person there said that the person didn't live there anymore, whatever, to return to sender. The rollerblades get sent back to us. We check our PO box. We have a, you know, a slip that says we have an item waiting. We're like, we don't have an item waiting. We go to the counter. They're like, yeah, your item got delivered back to us. But because you chose parcel select, that's only a one-way service. So you actually owe us $14 in order to get your item back. So that was a huge mistake. And there are some times where we might choose parcel select if it makes sense. If it was an item we got for free and it's way cheaper to ship it parcel select, we might choose that option because we know even if the item gets shipped back to us, it's not a big deal because we didn't even pay for the item. Or maybe it's an item that we just don't even want to get back. Just be aware that there are some services that you might choose that are one way. But the best way to check that out, go to the different shipping carriers, go to the post office website, go through some of their different services, learn about first class, media mail, priority. What can you ship? What can't you ship? What do you need to ship ground? Go to the UPS website. It takes time to kind of learn that information, but that's definitely a good practice to do. And it's just going to help you be better at shipping. And the last thing why shipping is so important is in the end, we want the buyer to be happy and we want the items to arrive quickly and safely. If you're selling an item and you choose a service that's going to take longer than what you had listed on the listing, the buyer might anticipate the item getting there sooner and you want to make sure the buyer is happy. Understanding the different shipping services Make sure that you're packaging items correctly, especially fragile items. Don't be like me when I shipped my very first dish set and I didn't use enough packaging. I didn't understand how to package items correctly and every single plate and cup arrived broken. And I felt so bad for this woman, but now I overstuff packages. If something's fragile, I'm going to stuff it in there so good that when I shake it, that item inside is not moving and it's not going to break. So understanding how to package items is just as important as understanding which service you should use. That is a wrap up for my very first Savvy Shipping with Liz solo episode. I hope you guys really enjoyed this one and gave you a little insight on how to ship items, things to think about. And in the end, We are all here to help each other. So if you have any questions, make sure to reach out on social media or if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment down below. All right, guys, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. Anything we mentioned in this episode will be linked down below in the show notes or description down below. Be sure to share this episode with anyone you think it will help and follow us on social media at P2D Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Keep working towards that day check.